This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. Earlier this year, we did a story on how musicians are calling for higher artist pay at the South by Southwest Music Festival. Since then, South by Southwest has upped artist pay from $250 per performing act to $350, but performers still have to choose between getting paid or getting a free wristband to the festival, which the wristband does cost more. Meanwhile, South by Southwest has expanded its global footprint and just put on South by Southwest Sydney. Contributor Celine Teal-Blocky went to the festival and spoke to artists and what they think is fair treatment and pay. For the next five years, South by Southwest will be held twice a year, Austin in March and Sydney in October. The first South by Southwest Sydney happened in mid-October. It had all the markers of the Austin iteration, celebrity keynotes and culture panels that boasted Hollywood A-listers like Nicole Kidman, Naomi Watts and multiple Grammy Award winner Chance the Rapper. There were more than 300 live music performances across 25 venues. The New South Wales state government reportedly paid more than $12 million for the rights to hold South by Southwest in Sydney. Dean Brady is a 20-year-old First Nations R&B singer from Brisbane. He was thrilled to be one of the artists offered a place on the official South by Southwest showcase. All of like my friends and I, we're all musicians and, and we've always been doing those kind of smaller gigs where you make like $100, $250 per like, show and, and we have like five piece bands and we jump up and we just try and scrape around enough to get drinks for that night. Dean mentions that he has a regular day job where he earns a living. He was on Australia's Got Talent when he was eight years old, but music is still a bit of a hobby for him right now. Still, he is aware that the friends who play with him in his band need to be paid. My friends, they're always there for me musically, but me as, as their friend and me getting them to rehearse with me three times in a week just so we can get ready for this show, I, I want to get them paid. And even if it's coming out of my pocket, I'm doing this for me. They still have rent to pay and they still have things to do, or they could be playing for someone else who is going to pay them. Respected Sydney Filipino Aboriginal rapper Dobby did three shows on the official showcase and two official panels, one of which he also performed at. Sick of having to explain myself. They want to know the history, the pain might help. They're making me wild, need to restrain myself. If I were you, I would educate myself. Oh no. Even though he performed at all those official events, he was still offered $350 or a free festival badge, the same deal as if he had only performed once. He opted to take the badge, and his manager made sure that everyone on stage with him also got their badges. To be transparent, I paid them out of pocket. I had three horns and my DJ, your regular standard sort of rehearsal fees and show fees. I knew the South By, for the first year at least, would be like an investment. Yet a more equitable or transparent model of payment might have been helpful. Dobby learned of a musician friend who DJed an event that was not on the official showcase, but still part of the festival. They were reportedly paid three times more than artists on the official showcase. That's right. And I was talking to that friend and she was like, I find it weird that I'm getting paid more money than the showcasing artists. I'll leave it at that. It's weird. Tokyo-born El Shimada is a fixture of Melbourne's electronic and jazz scenes. 
She plays the electronic violin and is a multidisciplinary artist. El Shimada has a large fan base in Melbourne and was happy for the opportunity to play to a new crowd in Sydney. But as a full-time musician, she laments not being paid a fair rate. Exposure is great, but we can't eat it. Really, a lot of times, what we need is the money. Like, we need money to tour, we need money to make a Flash album that, you know, would be, would be ready for big opportunities. Sudanese-Australian Pookie makes her own music and is also a producer, rapper and DJ for hire. She recognises that this is an investment. But as much as she's gratified to be at South by Southwest, she can't hide the fact that earning a fair pay is equally important. In her music, she often alludes to this. I talk a lot about money because I'm tired of like looking like I have money but not really having money because that's the thing. This industry forces us as artists to look, you know, as polished as we can so that we can get into certain rooms. But that doesn't mean that that's what's really going on behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Elle and Pookie are part of the same Melbourne community of artists. Elle played in Pookie's band to help each other out and minimise their costs. For Elle's usual shows, she plays with a seven-piece band. But I was only able to bring two musicians with me, so uh, my drummer and my synthesizer player. I paid them like a little bit. It's not quite enough, but that was something that I could afford from the, the band funds. And my manager threw in paying her own everything. We're all staying at friends' house. Gut Health are a six-piece Melbourne psychedelic punk band. Their shows are loud, furious and energetic. Lead singer Athena Wilson says the band just got from playing a big festival in Brisbane that cost the band a lot of money to be able to do. There's not much like money in the band account and we had to like hit up a bunch of friends that we knew in Sydney to sort of find somewhere to stay on the cheap. Their manager tried to mitigate the cost of flights to South by Southwest Sydney by booking them early. And that's still like at least a couple of thousand dollars to get here. And because we booked them so early, something else came up actually to do with South by, but we had already booked our flights and it cost like 1,500 to change our flights. So we had to back out of that. So yeah, there's all these like little costs. And um, Sydney is just it's hard to park around here, so we're, we're Ubering in and out, you know. Um, it's just the reality of like trying to do this, which sucks. British band Sorry were booked for South by Southwest Austin in 2020. But then the pandemic broke out, and after one show in New York, they flew back to London and went into lockdown. They were glad to finally make it to South by Southwest, albeit in Sydney. And in one of their two showcases, they were fortunate enough to be supported by the British government. Here's Louis O'Brien from Sorry. British Embassy gave us some funding, which is very nice of them. 
but they agree with other artists about fair pay, especially when they've noticed so much corporate sponsorship on everything from lanyards to posters and branded showcases. Here's Sorry's lead singer, Ashel Lorenzi. Like we are seeing so much money going into like advertisement and so I think if they kind of paid the bands a bit more and put more money into the shows to make them better, made the production better. Sorry is signed to British independent label Domino Records and they benefit from that label support. We're lucky to be a band that has a label and we, we got funded for this but I can imagine if you're really excited to play that and you're not even getting paid or you need to get paid for a wristband, you, it's kind of just like... Yeah, they don't really care about the music or the artists. Really, it just makes money for the man. Here's Louis from Sorry again. I think it's the responsibility of festivals who are, who are like championing smaller acts to, to reward them in a way, to kind of set the tone for how they should be treated. Because if they're not doing it, no one else will. You shouldn't have to have a label or loads of money behind you to earn money from doing these shows. Miss Kanina won the first ever Best Emerging Artist Award at South by Southwest Sydney this year. She can't believe that a big American festival like South by Southwest, that the government of New South Wales paid millions of dollars for the opportunity to host in Sydney, couldn't afford to pay its artists fairly. Artists are continuously told that they'll get paid in exposure or, you know, this is good for you and they don't actually get paid what they're worth, so you're undermining their talent. And she's concerned about the artists that invariably get shut out. It's like that classic saying that, like, once you're rich, everything comes free, and I definitely think that's applied to South by Southwest. Lucky for me, I've been saving money. I work a full-time job. I work six days a week at a different job so I can support myself in the arts. A lot of people don't have that opportunity. You know, people at the bottom of the food chain, you've got young black women or immigrants who definitely can't afford to come and showcase their music like a lot of these other white followers. So I find it a little bit, a bit of a kick in the teeth that a showcasing organisation doesn't then compensate artists to come and be a part of their festival. I would like to see South by Southwest change that. This is the change that first prompted the open letter from the Union of Musicians and Allied Workers to South by Southwest Austin, asking for higher pay as well as a free wristband and two other demands. So far, 2,500 artists have signed on to the letter. Joey Lanev Di Francesco is a musician and organiser with the Union of Musicians and Allied Workers. A lot of energy, a lot of press attention around it. We went to South by Southwest ourselves as UMA. We had a protest outside of the convention center and it kept getting a lot of press attention, a lot of energy. Local politicians, including city councillors, congressmen, um, were coming to our rallies and supporting us. And so out of all this, we were able to get South by's attention, also get local government involved. In June of this year, South by Southwest announced that they would increase artist payments from $250 to $350. Which is not enough, of course, after uh, more than a decade with no raise. The issue keeps progressing within the city of Austin government and within us as an organization to keep pressuring them to raise things up to at minimum what we think is fair is $750 and a wristband. 
Officials at South by Southwest Sydney did not answer my question on if they thought they were paying artists fairly. I got this written statement. Quote, South by Southwest Sydney is pleased to offer artists options for compensation for their performance, either in the form of cash, exceeding national and state guidelines for events of this nature, or tickets providing full access to the entire week of events. This offering has been well received by showcasing artists, with over 80% electing to receive the latter. Now, some of the artists I spoke to for the story understand that there will be growing pains for a first-time event like this. Meanwhile, the Union of Musicians and Allied Workers are going to keep fighting for higher pay. And artists? They'll keep hoping that the needle moves on the situation. For Sound and Vision from Sydney, Australia, I'm Celine Teoblocki. Like I kept my temper at bay And saving up for someone That really wants to be loved But you're the only pair of hands That I'm thinking of That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.